The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Media Match, a roundtable of Cowboys insiders dropping wisdom and offering sizzling takes on the current state of your Dallas Cowboys. Now, your host, Nui Scruggs. Media Mash right here on a Thursday. Your Cowboy Insiders bringing us information right here Wait. from the star headquarters of the Dallas Cowboys. We got the originator, Nick Eatman, none greater. We got Clarence Hill, Fort Worth Star Telegram with that beautiful, beautiful vest. Boy, it would be a nice Christmas gift. My birthday is December 30th, just to let you know. So, you know, if you've got that, you can. Uh, You're a ahead. Christmas baby? Yeah, man. Boy, you only got one Christmas. You only got one gift. Boy, you was. You was you was a kid that was mad at it, Christmas. It was, you, it was, don't touch Christmas, that one. Because your no, Christmas no. gift was your birthday gift. Right, and you, put it under you, the tree. You didn't get a separate party, separate yeah. holiday. You was the kid that was mad at Christmas. But, yeah. the, so, but they went and got you like the birthday pres, uh, paper, though, right? Like, <laughs> you, no? Don't touch it. Hey, look, I'll say this. <laughs> they always, it was always a heck of it. Was, you had to wait for that one, but it was good. They made sure it was, okay, it was top notch. It was top notch. So, yes, December 30th, uh, LeBron James, come Tiger on, Girl Woods. Those are, um, those, come on. Yeah, those are different Birthdays, uh, Bo Diddley, Sandy are, Koufax. Those are your, all your on, days? Yes. Everybody man. knows their day, like the, the people who they share yeah. with, right? Who, who do you share Nobody with? Nobody knows Bo Diddley and Sandy Koufax anymore. Oh. Oh, how about that? Producer Jazz, December 24th. Boy, you're really getting robbed. Ooh. You are really getting yeah. robbed. Hey, Jane. Jane Slater. Oh, Jane. Hey, Jane. When's, your, when's your birthday and who do you share it with? Uh, November 7th. And... Uh, who was the woman that developed the polio vaccine? Is that Eric Trump, I think? Oh, <laughs> Why are you always coming at me, The queen. Man? No, I, th- I think it is. Nice. Do you want to unpack some things right now, Nui? <laughs> no, I'm just, we got we just, we just said, I think, I think that. I'm, I'll check that. I'm actually I'll, I'll I'm looking up November 7th. But we're, we're glad Jane Slater could join us. But you know who else? Uh, Lizzo is on my birthday. How about that? Me and Lizzo. Kaylee Hartong from... Um, who that? She Girl, does, she messed she up, Amazon. messed up, messed up a no hitter one time. Jinxing uh, Mort. Mort has my birthday as well. Chris Mortensen. Yes, oh. and I'm trying to see. Are they famous? famous? We're not oh, talking about. But I'm looking. Yeah, hold on. Go ahead, keep on looking there, Jane. Hey, Nick, um, <laughs> you talked about it earlier on the break here of uh, the owner still wanting to keep up the Odell Beckham Jr. talk, but where you guys went deeper, which was I thought, hey, this is right. He's not going to sign with the Cowboys and immediately jump on the roster. Mm. They're going to have to plan it to injured reserve and work it through here to get him ready to go. Take us, take take everybody through that, Nick. Jane, you you were like about to say something. I thought you were had something you wanted to add. No, I basically though for me, and and I I don't know if anyone. A lot of people are talking about this, but I just feel like if he if Odell or anybody wants to be on the team for the first uh, playoff game, then I think he's got to sign this week. Because he's got to sign this week, get on IR. It's a four-week return, unless uh, unless unless they're just going to put him on the roster, which well, they you could just put him on the roster. You could so do that. It you was actually that. really smart, Nick. Um, when I saw your article, I was like, "Wait a minute! Some of us aren't thinking about that." And so Ian and I were kicking that around. But I reached out, and, and what I was told was that because he remains unsigned by an NFL team, he's an unrestricted free agent. He could be like Eric Weddle. The minute he's medically cleared, he could literally show up on a Monday. And play on a Sunday, but so, I thought you were. I actually thought you were really onto something. But it was not. my understanding. Well, it's not that you're not. <laughs> I see the logic there, right? So, I think for the Cowboys specifically, they would want him in here longer, 
A, like T.Y., talking about getting up to speed on the playbook, mm-hmm. even though Dak seemed to think he's got the playbook handled. As uh, T.Y. explained to me, it's just cowboy speak. you got to figure yeah. out. But I think from a conditioning standpoint, I mean, I think there are some concerns about OBJ, who trains at Exos in Arizona, that he hasn't been there as much. I mean, think about it. All we have to do is look at Twitter. How much has he actually been at Exos in well, Arizona he got, he got rehabbing? A he got a private jet. He goes back and forth. I mean, sometimes there's problems on flights. But, but I'm saying but he's not, he don't have, always have problems on flights. I mean, But listen, if you are so committed to literally playing in the next couple of weeks— you should be training like Rocky every you, single you day. You should be, but I think the Cowboys got a handle on that, or they wouldn't be doing this. And, and I think that they if they had a handle on it. He would have not walked out of this facility without well, a contract, not dissimilar from Jason Peters it, and T.Y. What, Hilton. What I'm saying is that they understand where he is and where they want to be if they do it. If they do it, this is all a contention of the Cowboys do it. So it's not just him making that decision. They are they are also getting involved in the situation, and so the the. The process Poor of what Nick, happened. We cut him off, man. No, we were, he had a no, moment to shine. He had no, an article process, that had all of us scrambling the process our phones of how last he, night and this morning. The, the process of how he ramps up, the Cowboys got that handle. I mean, the, 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 I, all this stuff about what he's doing now, if they sign him, they understand that. And they know that. And so they will take care of that process. They wouldn't be doing it if they didn't feel he could do it. And and it may just be Jerry. Yeah, you know, at, yeah. at the it end of the day. Yeah, you're they. Let's was be very kinda, clear. It's well, all of course, Jerry. And it may just be Jerry, but the bottom line is, you know, stand by. He's stand the one. by. Jerry's the one that I says think stand where, by. Where he threw, if you're a Taylor Swift fan, where he threw an egg I'm for not. me yesterday and I started working the phones, I said, why does he say this thing's about to break? What does he mean? Like, he throws out a lot of stuff, right? And I understand Jerry, and even just talking about OBJ, I've said this, it helped that wide receivers room really elevate going back to the bye week and then it was the Green Bay game. We saw CD step up. Michael Gallup then had the two touchdown game. But when he said it'll break, that was taking it another step well, I, further for me. And then when I read his article, I was like, all right, Nick, maybe you're on to something. Well, well, the thing here is this. I think it's happening. When Jerry says— You still think it's I happening. I still think it's, it's happening. happening. But when Jerry says stand by, because he understands there's a timeline. If it's going to happen, it has to happen quickly. Right, because of all the, the things you want him in the playoffs. Well, because of all the things we're talking about, you want to get him in here with the trainers to rehab and, and, and ramp up. He told so Micah that, Parsons he'll be ready in five weeks, so we're now at four. Okay, that's fine. Again, when Jerry's talking about standby, he's only saying that if it's going to happen, it's going to happen quick. It ain't going to happen in two weeks from now because that's too late. You know, it's, there's a point of no return It's not here. what a standby flight is. You're but right. Not, right. That's, not, not, what, not that's not what a point But again, not, not necessarily, as I understand it, like Eric Weddle, you can literally come off the street and play week off. No, he can, he right, can do right. that. But I'm talking about for the Cowboys' point of view, for him to maximize his opportunity and for them to – for him to to help the team, they want him in here as soon as possible so he can ramp up with they the team. They want him, but OBJ might be sitting that, there going. That's why it's stand by for Jerry. If, if then if it's if right. you take your seat time, it's not stand by. It ain't gonna happen. So Jerry's point is, if it's going to happen, he's talking to him. Again, standby can be today, tomorrow, this weekend. I understand okay. that, but I'm saying is there's a point of no return for the Cowboys, which is why Jerry's saying stand by. And if they don't do it this weekend, like this week, yes, they could go in two weeks, and they could still. They could just put them on the roster, like you said. Or like they've had fifty-two players on the roster for a few right. weeks now. I mean, right. you can you can manage that. I mean, they have three quarterbacks you know, on the roster right now. I mean, there, there's things you can do. Tap McKinley. We have first of all, they got a hundred receivers on the roster right now. Yeah, there's things you can do. That's true. Yeah. So let me ask this other. I mean, I, it was funny because I was at practice today. I'm sorry, 
and I just saw Callaway's name. Like, did we forget about Antonio Callaway? You remember what that was like? Well, like, and then here's remember, remember when they said Antonio Callaway's like, okay, here's a guy that they can develop, and he was a former second round pick, and so he has some potential. Okay, let me. Ain't throw nobody out, talking about Callaway well, anymore. Let me throw out this thing about OBJ. All right, so you bring him in. Let's say he signs just a one year deal, similar for Ty. He comes in here and enjoys the benefit of getting rehabbed by one of the best ACL teams, courtesy Dr. Cooper and Britt Brown. He then gets access to your playbook. He's now ready to rock, and then the, then he's a free agent, and the Giants are going to benefit from this in your division. If Jerry, have you not thought that far ahead? I ain't they not worried about him doing? Wouldn't you? Am I crazy for bringing yeah. that up yes. as a point? Yeah. I mean. No, I mean, because you got to... no secrets It's like dating. It's ain't like, no I got a man that ain't ready, that ain't ready ain't for got marriage. This high level, I get him ready for Cowboys marriage, and then he goes and marries playbook the next girl. If the CB but, gives the Giants something next year... That felt personal, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, he didn't marry the next girl. He just went on two dates with her, because that's how many dates you play the Giants. I mean, yeah, that's a that matters, but like... I mean, and the Giants are going to be a problem. I mean, hey, I remember when the Giants signed Jalen Smith to get the Cowboys intel. Did it matter? Jalen's different than OBJ. No, it's not. I'm just Stop. Stop. Did he open that playbook? Let, let's not let's not Stop put too much drama. let's not put too much Stop stock the into Intel. Oh, we got the Giants Cowboys playbook and it's gonna help the Giants next Nui, year. Nui, you got that BC powder today? <laughs> I do. <laughs> I'm just saying. I do. I do. So if T. Y. Hilton plays this weekend and has a good game, does this Take Jerry's thirst level down a little bit. What would it mean Gosh, if if nope. Hilton did something? Nope. Nope. Probably just not good for James Washington. <laughs> and this was James my, Washington wasn't good for James Washington last week. This was also my next question: Is James Jay, Washington going to be activated this week, or do we anticipate him being inactive? I, I, don't, I don't know because they don't I play special he, teams. So no, I mean, no, actually, you know, you're not going to get T.Y. to play special I'm teams. I'm not going to try to correct you here, but yeah. he, he, James Washington, I was surprised he, he did, did play he special did. teams, and and oh. he's never done it before. But he did. Like he was on, he was on the kickoff return. He was on the kickoff team. Okay, well, he, they, he did, and it, that did was, he play it well? I don't think he was going down there like Kenny Gant, like the shark or anything like that. But he was. I mean, Those blinds just came down. Ooh, that shade. It was always. I mean, Clarence. I mean, you can correct him, but he's always going to come back. You know, with something. Saying, like, okay, you know didn't play mean? well. I'm just saying, you got older guys who've never done it before. Those are You're, factors in true. this. And he did play it, and so I, you know, that's fine. Um, Jalen Tolbert is also here, and he's who Jalen offsides. Tolbert offsides. I mean, he, he hasn't been offsides in a month. Has he played in a month? No, okay. but that's the, that's the point. So, can I ask you this question? And, and I know I'm, I like picking the scabs. You know, I just I like picking the scabs. That whole visual is disgusting. I know, but this whole thing is disgusting no. because you know what? If they'd have just kept Amari Cooper, we wouldn't need T. Y. Hilton and and Odell Beckham. Will we you need? know, I've asked that question point <laughs> blank. I said, "Has this?" I, I've, I've asked that question point blank, and as it was described to me, just. He was counting too much against the cap and wasn't producing enough. I disagree Lies. with that. I think you disagree with that. I think every, we could this go around the just, table and ask every single person you disagree. This is clearly a tacit admission they made a mistake. This I is agree. a tacit admission they made you. a mistake. That, with, is, with an, that is something you and I will agree on today. <laughs> Hang your hat on that, Clarence. Ooh, yeah. I'm excited. Ooh. I don't know if that was, yeah, I don't, I don't think it was a, a football. It wasn't 100% of a football move there, and and I yeah I don't agree with it either. And I think he was willing to take a little less money, but they let that money get mad. And he could have taken a pick. He, he, he they, they could have restructured the deal. He they wanted to be here. They, they could have restructured. They could have done a lot of things. I mean, so. But no. that's why I actually low key love this Ty signing is because you see his his disposition when he comes there. He's he feels very. And I even asked him, I go, do you feel like kind of a Jason Peters guy? And he said, absolutely. 
He wants to share his knowledge. He's the the fact that he's been so energetic about getting in here, learning this. He didn't sign and say, "All right, hold on, I got to go home, get some clothes, come back. I'll see you guys on Wednesday, first day of practice." I mean, this guy was committed to coming in here and helping this group, and I think that that room sort of needed that veteran leadership. They had and have that. you looked at they his numbers that. in the postseason they had, too? They had that. Amari Cooper, route runner, okay. Mr. Route I Runner, talked to but I'm saying Amari, he, we're not talking about Amari anymore. I, I, but I'm saying that's why I low key. It's not even a scab anymore. That thing is healed and like. But that's right. why it I ain't healed. Okay. That's why it, it ain't healed because they're still trying to so inject it. It's just a scar. To, they're still trying to make scar. it better. But it's like for everyone that says this guy, for everyone that says this guy have any juice, what can he do? I don't think it matters. It how much juice he really has other than passing on his knowledge and if he draws off some attention from guys like CD so that he can develop into your number one guy that's a win for the Cowboys what and I, honestly a win for the wide receivers what, room what I'll do respect what I'll do oh, respect Jay, they did not sign him for his damn knowledge they signed him for they signed him for both but my no, point is not it's not going to be bad to have him in there that's fine that's that's extenuating circumstances. They did not I, sign I, I him for his knowledge. They signed him because they need somebody to stretch the defense. They don't have anybody to go downfield. Agree. That's why they signed it, point blank, period. Yeah, whatever you get about the knowledge is just, is just extra. But that's not that's, why they signed it. Are you missing the No, argument? but that's what you said. You led listen, with the, the knowledge problem. and they, they need a veteran. No, they need a veteran. They need a, a playmaker. Sign. I think it's a low-key low good signing because of the things that he adds. Not to mention he's only costing you $600,000 this yeah. year. I, I, I do think that there's got to be receivers out there that are 23, 24, 25 years old that can run fast and stretch the D. I think the fact that he's 33 and he's done it and he's because he's proven. That's, but proven and knowledge is two but, different things. But I'm they wanted to prove a performer, not not just because he knows you know can help well, the room, but also being available and ready to go because is, he's been taking it, his kids to school every okay, day. Okay, but but uh, the oh. knowledge and being smart as a whip, <laughs> like Jerry said. Is a reason why you can play in two days because he knows how to f- figure it I, out. I hear you. And I think I Odell will be the same. I hope, hope it'd be the same way. But you know what? If Odell would have signed last week, they wouldn't be signing Ty this week. So I, all that stuff I, is fine and dandy. Ty was the second choice. They still may go get Odell, but if Odell signed with them, they. I don't agree. Are they going to cut T.Y.? Well, they cut T.Y. They're not going to cut T.Y., but the bottom line is they only started talking to T.Y. T.Y. told them to start talking to him last week. They've been thirsting for Odell for over a month. But we all know he was the T.Y.'s been out there. They signed signed T.Y. Hilton after they looked at his knee and said, you can't play right now. I need you to play right now. That's my point, though. Why are you going off on the tangent? We all know he was the backup. Well... I'm confused. I am too. What are we arguing about? Let's take our first break right here on the Media Mash with Claire Till, Nick Eatman, and Jane Slater. When we come back, let's empty Jane's notebook. <laughs> NFL Media, Tom Pelissero is in town. Know you tapped him, got some good knowledge, so spit it to us I next think, right I, here. I think he gave everything to Mike Dallas McCarthy. Did you Tom gave everything to Mike McCarthy. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite and 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it... 
Miller time in Dallas. Here's to the Cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field. United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back, back, back to back. Media Mash. Media Mash. Newey Scruggs joined by Cowboys Insider. We've got Clarence Hill, Star Telegram. Nick Eatman, DallasCowboys.com. Jane Slater of NFL Media. Okay. Empty that notebook. I know you got stuff there. I know there's things you have to say, yes. things you want to talk about. I just find this whole offensive line thing very fascinating. And you know, I went up to Zach Martin and I said, remember when we were asking you a couple of years ago about switching from right guard over to left tackle and you were reluctant to do that because of the mechanics? Like, how hard is it to move over there and how fascinating is it that we're having these conversations? And I I kind of dropped this Tyron Smith thing moving over to right tackle, hasn't played there since his rookie year. Jason Peters, who hadn't played at left tackle. So I got to keep it straight. There's been so much. But even he said... We've had every combo you can have this year. Um, but he did. He talked about it. He's like, the vision, the mechanics, it's all – it's different. And so if you're going to ask guys to move at those positions, especially when we start talking about down the stretch, don't you want to ask your veteran guys to do it and not your rookie? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, am I being crazy to suggest that? And now that I'm thinking about it, we were talking in the break, Clarence. When I heard Mike McCarthy talk about – Tyron Smith, he didn't drop the right tackle thing. He said he's been getting work at left tackle and left guard. So my thought is, could you see then them keep Tyler Smith at left tackle, move Tyler Smith over to left guard, because that's been his more natural position, even though he's gotten so much work at left tackle, and then you ask Jason Peters to to play it right again? Well, I think that's that's what's more likely. They're probably going to go in a rotation with Peters and Ball at right tackle. Do you and- like that? I like it because I don't know it. it it's Peters played great on those eleven snaps. It's one of ninety eight yard drive. Uh, Forty years old. Can he play sixty don't snaps you a game? Hate on us in our forties. Forty years old. Forty is a new thirty, Jane. Okay. True that. Okay. Forty years old. Can he play sixty snaps? Not just one game, but back to back to back games. He has not 
had that many snaps all season. I mean, it's, a probably, good, it's a good point. So I think that I think part of it is ramping him up. You want if if that's going to be your guy in the postseason, you want to ramp him up to thirty and forty and, and all this. So you don't need to do it all in one game. So I think that you can against the Jaguars. You know, it's funny because. They say they take everybody seriously, but they're doing a lot of experimenting mm-hmm. with the Texans. I think they'll do some experimenting with the Jaguars so they can be optimal against the Eagles. How did that experimenting work for them against the Texans? They won. Yeah. That's how it worked. It was tough. They, but they won. Yeah. That's how it worked. That's that's the goal. They survived it. They learned some things. And they, but they've been doing it all along. How many times, you know, it's funny because we, we talk so much about the offensive line. And how over the past years, how important continuity and chemistry, and you can't move this guy to this guy. How many times this season have they experimented in the middle of games, yeah. moving Connor McGovern to center and this and that? I mean, they've done that all season. They're they're toying with it because the the focus is let's find who our best guys are for the postseason. I, Let's wrap I don't these think guys it's terrible. No, it's great, but I'm saying that's a great attitude. Not that that's one of the best things, the secret things about what Mike McCarthy and this and 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 Sir Philbin. We got to give Philbin credit. What they're doing is they're not living on these old NFL tries and codes of you can't do this because we've never done this and how dare you put that much on this guy and change this guy. And you got to move two different positions. I mean, just from the beginning, you got Tyler Smith, a rookie, this season is playing left tackle and left guard in the same game. So yesterday at the press conference when I when I asked Mike about the offensive line and just have you had a situation where you've you know moved this many guys around and he said not healthy which yeah. I thought was pretty interesting he's like yeah you know when guys are hurt yes but not uh, which in trying to dissect where he was going I'm thinking we see Peters start it right I think we see some Tyron Smith at right tackle mm-hmm. that that just that's just in my mind thinking okay. Your left tackle's done a good job. You got McGovern there. These guys have spent enough time playing together that you could possibly just say yeah. your left guys, guys on your left. Okay, keep keep holding on here, and then on the right, see what you got. I don't think your left your left side changes at all. I yeah. really I think it's Tyler Smith and and McGovern. And yeah. I think and I think you're right. I don't know who starts between uh, Peters or Tyron Smith, but I do think they're both going to play on the well, right. Well, and, and and again, that's the most acute spot. Yeah. That's the spot that needs help. But but again, again, that's the great thing about this team, this opportunities. You got it's a good problem. Yes, it's a, it's disappointing, devastating that Terrence still suffered this injury now for the season. Right. But unlike past seasons, when you had trash at nickel tackle and, and swing tackle, you got Jason yeah. Peters and Tyron Smith yeah, to choose from. <laughs> You got some help. You got some help. So they haven't right. played in years, but they played better than that trash. They've run out there for nickel tackle they for the last few years. They so might he, uh, actually upgrade. I mean, they seriously could upgrade at right tackle. But, <laughs> so they're, they're sitting here telling us, you know, going down. He, he's leading us, and you got to wait till Saturday, dot, dot, dot. So we don't know. Well, he's being coy about right. it, which is great. I appreciate the he competitive should. advantage, right? And, and, yeah. and you know who's got who's got the hot 911 with Mike? That you can call and get from. Get out of here. Tom Pelissero. Get out of here. So that's what we need to do. We need He'll to be checking. He'll probably tell him, but we he's need, not allowed to talk about we it until Sunday. So you hear about check, it on check, Sunday. Yeah, so. Follow him. But, you know, to your point, though, you talked about emptying out uh, the notebook. When I went around, I saw Jordan Lewis in the locker room. I said, you know, how hard is it to sit here and watch from the sidelines? And he's, you know, finally being able to walk. And he says he's been helping out, particularly at the nickel position. But he says Deron Bland has got it down pat. So he loves the way that he's stepping up. Uh, but even Jonathan Hankins, who said he'll be back for the playoffs, he said just watching even Quentin Bohana, he said in just the last two weeks that his keys and his techniques have been a better job. But I said, have you ever been in a locker room where you've seen so many guys that 
can't play really helping other guys because we've seen it around here. I'm not naming names. When you get injured, you're not helping the next guy. This locker room has really helped the next guy up. But I thought what he said was, we're very confident in the next man up. Because I think we've talked about it at different points this season. Sky's falling. Tyron Smith's down. Sky's falling. Dallas yeah, down. I mean, Sky's great. falling. Let's give Mike credit. Yeah. I do think you kind of have to give Mike some credit, but also this front office that we've sort of knocked in training camp for not going out and getting this splashy guy here or this guy here in the draft. How many, how many pro bowlers or first-round picks have they acquired since training camp? I mean, I, I think the answer is like five. I mean, you're talking about like big name players from Anthony Barr to to uh, Peters. Jason Peters to T. Y. Hilton to Tack McKinley. You know wh- whether he plays or not, but I mean they're they're doing it based off of potential. They even got the MVP from the USFL, the best guy in the USFL. They got him to see if he can help, and he's been a difference maker. But I think it's, been, but I think it's been smart addition of yeah, free agents, smart. right? Yeah. Like you don't want it's, it's, you want guys that want to contribute and that can lend because it is such a young I, locker room. I, I know you keep dismissing that, but I do think that that is important. I, I would say this, and, and and I would say this: the Cowboys have made smart financial decisions with their veterans. I still like the moves the Eagles made of getting guys that can play, that, that we know they can play from the beginning. That's fair enough, but look you at know, all the injuries you've had, and you're 10-3 and three I, I, in a tough no, division no this doubt, year. No, no doubt. No doubt. We give and credit. even I'm these AFC teams that But sometimes it's always a yin and yang. When you're looking should at some you of these AFC teams So you wait to the, the middle of the season to get a guy on the cheap, or should you go threats. and improve this position when you can improve this position in the offseason? I'm saying it, it, it's – it's more than one way to skin a cat, and certainly the Cowboys are doing well with that. Or you can go and get some of these big name guys like Von Miller, who are not even available. I, I'm not to talking you for about Von Miller. I'm talking about some of the guys. I, I, but the Eagles have done it, and they did yeah. it one way, and the Cowboys have done it. And yeah, they, I said it's more than one way to skin right, a cat. I'm just these saying, are the two or three best teams in the league. So one question I'd like to ask, because um, you brought up Cavante, is he hitting the wall? Probably. This is 32 I mean, consecutive uh, weeks of football for him. Is he? I mean, seriously, is he hitting the wall? Because he had to fumble. Yeah. He had, the, I think, the poor decision on not feeling that punt that got yeah. on before the that was, interception. That was tough, too. That was a poor decision on feeling the punt. And he hasn't had a big return in a while. And he's, you know, you know, the kickoff, all of that is, you know, I just want to know, y'all think he's, I mean, God bless him. He's played a lot of football. Yeah, he's you're... made an impact. But there's a question to me of whether, you know, the, the amount of plays he made for a tiny guy is taking a toll but, on him. But, you know, I, I'll say this. He's made, he, he has already put enough out there. That he is making plays without even touching the ball. Well, I say touch the ball, fair catch. But I mean, there are a lot of punts yeah, they, that that are thirty-seven yards and no no net high hang time. He goes up there and catches it because they really don't want to see him in the open field. So so he is making some plays without that. But I, you're right, we're, we're not. But two weeks ago, play. he had a nice he, return. That's true. He he. He tries so hard. He does. I, I think, I think he, he tries a little too. I think hard. he feels like he's failing if he hasn't taken one to the house. Right. I really think he 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 expects. He told me that. that we actually had a conversation. I felt like I jinxed him a little bit because we were having this conversation, and he just. I said, "You just you jump up and down after every play. You seem so disappointed when you're not midfield." Or, and he said, "I just want to win every play." And I mean, if you think about kind of his journey to get where he's at. It seems to me like he's kind of a kid that you can punch in the face. Well, that's probably oh. a wrong pun. Yeah. That's going to jump back up. Yeah. But I, that was that was wrong. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, but I do feel like he is the type of guy that's going to respond well after that game because we've seen his response. And the set, not everyone responds to the sort of setbacks that he's had. And I'm not defending him, but like to his credit, he's taken full accountability for a lot of that stuff too. Yeah, yeah, no, no. And, 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 and I would say this, that when you only have eight or ten plays a game to make a play, 
everyone is important to you. So he's going to jump up and be disappointed because he only has a handful of opportunities every game, and, they, and he's out there to be no participation hey, awards the, with Clarence how? Hill, folks. No, I mean it's a fact. So we only got eight or ten opportunities, so everyone is important. It's like Who a kicker. Else are you have this a season could this season the game could have been completely different if and I know this would have could have and he tripped. If you look at the tape, look at the film of the Eagles opening kickoff when he was going right and he cut it left and he tripped. Like, there's no doubt about it. Thick grass got him. He doesn't do that. That's a, that might be the touchdown. It might be 70, 80 yards to open the game. And, of course, that could have changed a lot from that game, which could have changed the season. So, I mean, it is what it is. But, like, that was – he's been so close this year, you think he's going to break one. Well, who else would Let's you have this there? Question in no, terms no, no, no. I'm just asking. Tony just, Pollard. Tony hey. Pollard is still the kick, kick, kickoff return. I don't you, know my punt return. Do you want to why, sacrifice him there? Yeah. Why no. haven't we seen Turpin – in plays on the field. We were so training I asked camp. That. I We've saw I that. asked that. He said they're in the playbook. Let's do they it. got him. But go. I think that you'll probably see that stuff in the postseason. Come Don't on, you? Come on, guys. Yeah, Don't you? Come on. I think they're come saving on. some stuff. I don't know. Well, I mean, what, what, come on, for guys. OBJ, what if come OBJ on, wants that Come on, play? guys. What you, wow. Okay. Those are gadget plays. That's not bread and butter of the offense. Those are gadget plays. Killamore got in the bag. Wait on the play. Those are gadget plays. But I did. I asked him that. I said, why? I go, do they have places? And I've seen them in well, pregame warm-ups. You see them out there with the wide see, receivers. Here's, they haven't had the gadget plays since Cedric Wilson left. Okay. But see, this, you know, and I've, I've said this for 20 years, <laughs> and I say it all the time, and every time anybody in college or pro football does a flea flicker, it gets tweeted at me, which I appreciate. But I would run a flea flicker once a game. And I, I don't know why you wouldn't. And I've never had any offensive coach tell me why they wouldn't. Because it's, it's, it's situation. I, I don't give a crap. What, Once have, a game, I want to run the ball on, and flip it back. How about on your one-yard line? Is that is that a good time? No, I'm not, I'm not saying then. I'm saying <laughs> once in, in the game. I want to do that. Because I, I want that safety always thinking – you know what? Pollard might flip it back. No, he didn't. He just ran it up the middle for eight. I don't even know if you need a flea flicker with a guy like Turpin as much. Just put him in a route and well, that, make somebody. Well, that's what I'm saying. Something a game, a gadget play. I'm fine with that. Well, and I don't even think it needs to be a gadget. Reverse. Put him in a legitimate. You know, legitimate. well, that's why they got T. Y. Hilton here because he can run. They need somebody to stretch the defense. Turpin's been here all year. That when you was him to stretch the defense for a reason. He runs a four two. Okay. I mean, we were putting too much into this. If he was a guy that they counted, felt could stretch the defense and be that guy, they wouldn't have T.Y. Hilton. Simple as that. Let's take our second break here <laughs> with Jane Slater of NFL Media, Nick Eatman, DallasCowboys.com, Clarence Hill of the Sport Wars, Star Telegram, and Newey Scruggs. This is the Media Mash right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Little sweet! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little sweet says head on home. 
Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. Back, back, back to back. Media Mash. Media Mash right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. He is Nick Eatman, the Hi. originator and non-grader of DallasCowboys.com. Hello. Clarence Hill, Fort Worth Star Telegram, longest tenured beat writer in the game and quickly becoming a, a Mike McCarthy uh, favorite. I think he may send you a Christmas card. I think I think he may, man. Like Mike, I know, I know. You probably already did. You know what'd be pretty cool? You and Mike at a bar together. I'd like to see. Oh, that. We can have some drinks. Yeah, I want. I want to see that one yeah. day. I want to see that one day. He's actually. I think that was the disconnect for me when he first came here because at Combine he guy. was that guy, and then you know the first year we just obviously didn't get a lot of time with him because of COVID. But I think he has done a really good job, particularly this year, just being himself and interacting with us. Yeah. As Mike, like now the mic you see at the podium is the mic that you get away from the podium. Yeah, I agree. I think he's he'd be fun to just. And actually, we did get the chance to do that when he first. Remember when he first hired? They brought a few people up yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, but it and, wasn't. But he didn't. Oh, did, but NFL but Network gets him. all the access. Yeah, yeah wasn't yeah. that what you said last week? Why By the way, that's James why, Slater. Why are we bringing up old media? stuff? Why you always bring up old stuff? I just gotta check you. You got to invite You walk around this place. I'm divorced because I'm divorced because my wife bring up old stuff. Okay. Why is James? James will bring up some old. Bringing us some old. Why is your birthday on your on your jacket there? Hey, hey, hey! That's not. That's see. You see how personal these people get on this show? You see how personal they get? And Nui's the worst, you guys. He likes to dig. He, he's he pokes. Lo- he oh. loves, he he's loves a, to stir it. He's a, he's he's a, a red-eye poker. He's over here. He's wait, wait, wait. He's a red-eye poker. This, this man right here got you <laughs> the other day. With the whole, you know, that was Jared, a, that was a hundred years ago. Why you? That was not well, the other day. Saying, that was, that I was, am nowhere that near was the first week of the season. I am nowhere but near him. But he is him. a puppet master, and he does it with a smile. Uh, no right. You know, he's he a red eye poker. Smile. It. Look, I'm the nice guy no over way. here. I, I, sprinkle, I, sprinkle. Red eye poker. This is the Captain Hater, the Hazer <laughs> of the media group. I'm not a hater, I haze. I don't, I don't hate. It's, it's both. I just think your nickname Chill is just the most hilarious because you're the least chill person I know. It's like those big guys they call he's tiny. A, he's a walking contradiction. Yeah. Clarence is my frat brother. I take the abuse from Clarence. Um, you haze. We haze. And, and, uh, pledge all the way through your fraternity. You know, <laughs> I pledged in 1990. We still pledge. Why is it 2022? I tell you what, though. I have a guy. ton of respect. <coughs> I really do for y'all's fraternity. I'm not joking. Jalen Hurts, yes, sir. It's unbelievable. I've seen it. I've seen it firsthand. I always tell that story about in Arizona. When they were, we were driving somewhere in Arizona after a football game, and Steve Dennis, he couldn't get this guy to give him directions for anything. The guy was like, oh, just go over there, and you'll see a highway. And he had a shirt on that had Omega on the shirt. Clarence had the hat, and he was just like, hey, man. Hey. Finally, the guy saw it. 
They get out of the car. They go talking for like 10 minutes over here. Clarence comes back. He's like, we're going to go on Hamilton. We're going to take a right here. Then we're going to go up here. We're going to the left. We're going to U-turn. And then we're going to go. I mean, like, he had all the information. And you never met this guy. And he was in Arizona. And you were from Texas. Yeah, we were. It's a strong We were strong uh, actually for a Cowboys game. But we went to see Ohio State play Arizona. Arizona. In Tucson, we did, and That's I was in row. We were in row ninety. <laughs> yes, we were in row it, it was all, and there was lightning, and I felt like it was right here. It was, it was a good, it was fun. Yeah. I had an extra ticket, Ohio State, Jock Taylor, yeah. Steve Dennis. Yeah, we all went. But down. it was just, I saw right then the brotherhood of the fraternity, and I mean, you know, I always, you know, I always flirt with doing the hooks, but I don't want to get. <laughs> yeah, part you of probably it. shouldn't. You'll get hurt. You're good I always us, just Nick. say, Nick, I wish you're, I, you're good with the bros. Nick. Derek doesn't let me do it. So. I always yeah, just say, I wish I love something as much as Clarence loves his frat. It's pretty. It's pretty awesome, though. It really is. You fly that flag, man. Well, you know, I always said that I could. I can represent Nike. I could have a Tiger Woods hat on or whatever else. I'd rather. I respect that. that. That's know. a good answer. Yeah. Did you see all the love I've given you today? I appreciate it. I love yeah. you too. What's going on here? Christmas is like a Christmas thing. I love chill. Yeah. So all the people on Twitter that say I talk over Jane, we, we we're good. This is how we communicate off this show. <laughs> no, we kid because we care. We gonna talk football here. What's going on? This is like group therapy. I actually really love doing the show. Hey, I, I this is question. one of the few shows where I text Nick and I'm like, hey, can I do yeah. the show this week? I actually really enjoy it. And, and by the way, I just heard a snort, so I just let's not make sure that what that. Mean? I know. Good. Okay, it I'm happened. Good, it happened. No, he snorted. But, hey, I want to. I want to throw out. I want to throw out a name that I haven't heard. I don't think yet. Right. Jaguars? Like, are we talking? And that's crazy, you know, because it was funny to me. Uh, I was the asking, final rung of the <laughs> AFC South Classic of three no, straight no, games. No, 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 no. Not the final rung. Well, he that's, meant three straight games. Yeah, because we still got Tennessee. Three, of three straight. Three straight. It was three straight games here. You, um, don't, you don't get the T-shirt, though. But, man, can you imagine if they beat the Eagles and, and let's say the Eagles lose or whatever, and then you go to Tennessee? I mean, you have a chance to clinch two divisions in one game. You can be the NFC East champs and maybe – and you would definitely be the AFC South champs all in one game. Like, it's funny you bring, right but now. it's funny you bring that up. I thought Tennessee had a chance to do that. Bears, but it's funny yeah, you bring this happen. up though, because I happen. was looking at the schedule. If you, the record really does not reflect how good Jacksonville is. They've played a lot of these games pretty close. Like the Eagles game, they played them really close. Uh, gave them everything game they wanted. Uh, the first game against Washington, they had Washington, yeah, yeah. And, and then ended up losing. I actually am so, in Dallas Morning News. I picked, uh, I picked Jacksonville to cover. This game was like I just, four, so, isn't it? So, it, it, four. It, so you, I, I'm glad you brought that up because everybody in the media is already talking about Cowboys, Eagles, and Christmas Parsons. Eve, and Micah. And, and I was going to bring Micah. It's Cowboys. It's like the whole old college game of the century. You know, that's what everybody's talking about for all the marbles. Mm. And here's Jacksonville, and we, yeah, we've been on this show. We're good. We have not. You know, they overlooked Houston. I mean, CeeDee Lamb admitted it. They didn't mm-hmm. take Houston City. I mean, Mike McCarthy won't admit it. You know, Dak won't admit it. But they they did not have the same focus for Houston. Are they having the same focus for Jacksonville? Knowing because everybody around everybody, I know they got this Christmas. They got to get tickets. I know they already sold out. All the everybody's already getting tickets for Christmas. You know, family's gonna be in town. Well, game of the century. Game of the year in the NFL. No one's talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars, and well, this is and one of those. Trap games. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about the Jacks because I did a little research on that. Christian Kirk tied for the second most in red zone touchdowns in the NFL. That's a little scary considering your cornerback situation right now. You've got uh, Trevor Lawrence. He hasn't thrown a pick in his last five games. He's been great. In He's been great on in his game and over three hundred and six touchdowns in two of the last three games. And you've got it. You've got a head coach in 
Doug, Doug Peterson, who's got some familiar. Now he's got a losing record against the Cowboys as head coach, but he has a familiarity at least with this offense. And that offense, you talked to a lot of people, hadn't changed that much over the years. And Evan Ingram had a really yep. nice game last week. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, there, there are. They've got weapons. All of this is one, one reason why I They had a million them. first round picks over the last 10 years. They ought to have weapons. One of them's playing for Dallas. <laughs> well, what? Zay Jones, too. They're 3 0 when he goes for 70 or more yards. So that's a guy you've really got to limit, too. They got to run. I mean, that's the yeah. biggest thing. You, you have to run, and they've got to find a way to put Jacksonville in some situations so they can get to Trevor Lawrence. When this team is sacking the quarterback, they're good. Like Houston last week, they're not getting to the quarterback. You, you have issues here. So they, they've got to figure out how to, how to create some pressure on. On, uh, on that on that excellent young quarterback, and who's how do you well. get pressure on a six six guy? Who can who, who can is, move? Who can move? Who can move? <laughs> okay, this you know this could easily be a Daniel Jones type game where Daniel Jones ran ran for eighty yards just just by okay. But I think he's more of a he's not a Daniel because he's not he's gonna run he's gonna run the throw he's not a guy that's gonna try to run the run. But, but still he will he will run yeah. I mean, from that standpoint. I mean he's well and as Mike McCarthy said, you know what teams are gonna do against you right now, and you know that this run defense is still not fixed, particularly when you don't have Jonathan Hankins in there yep. right now. Yeah, you got you got to stop the run, and I, I think that. The Cowboys are, you know, it's funny because I think the Cowboys have a better chance of slowing down this offense than they will did the Texans because the Texans ran that junk, that college, that, that we got a running quarterback, we got a passing quarterback. Let's think about it. That was, it was low-key brilliant game plan. It was. It really so was. my point is, it was. A, a, team, it a, a team that can throw wants to throw. Right. And even though the best mode to attack the Cowboys is to run. And so, like the Vikings, instead of Vikings. be hard headed running the ball, we got Justin Jefferson, we got a quarterback, we can throw the ball, we're going to, well, fine, you're playing right in the Cowboys' hands. Right. So I think that Jacksonville, Travis, Travis Etienne has had like 33 yards in the last three games. I mean, they are living by the arm of their quarterback, which is great for them, but also plays right in the Cowboys' hands. Well, they don't give up sacks, though, either. 23? They, they don't give up a lot. So, I mean, you're right about have that. They they faced, thrown, have they no, faced this no. fast pass rush? They haven't. They haven't. And, and that'll be, you know, and they and they got a, they should have a frustrated slash pissed off Micah Parsons this week. And yeah. he, I mean, he hadn't had a sack in a couple weeks. And He had he had some good feedback, too, talking about, was it you that asked this good question? Look at me giving you some more love today. Just his body getting more banged up and getting a little bit more exposed because he hasn't played that defensive end position as much as he has this year. And I don't think he was offering up an excuse, but he was like, it's a little different than last year when you were kind of yeah. at times being used there. And now you're being used there a lot. How how he's still learning that position and you're seeing him struggle there a little well, bit. I, I'm he's you, looking human a little as, bit at as times. A, as, a, as, a, as an old-time beat writer, I've talked to defensive linemen, that defensive line, defense, that's war daddy. Yeah. Okay? You're playing linebacker and you're rushing off the edge, those, those three, four linebackers, you don't, you don't get caught in the mix. Those are train wrecks inside yeah. every play, play in and play out. So he's getting caught in the wash a lot more than he did last year when you're playing strictly in. You're doing those stunts, those games, those those big six, seven, 300-pound offensive linemen hitting on you, running through. That's, that takes a toll on your body. And certainly he's feeling you see that. Doesn't he look a little gassed sometimes? He looks gassed. He looks beat up. Field? He's nicked up. It's a, he looks it's, tired it's, sometimes. It's, a, it's the war daddy position. Yeah. That thing down there, is, that's a whole different level of football. And people just don't understand that and get that. So he's feeling somebody. He has to fight through that. This was fun, as always, as always. Uh, Nick Eatman, man, glad you could join uh, Clarence and Jane to to do what they do each week. I do love this show. It it is fun, and uh, I'm I'm just happy to be a part of it.
I'm happy to, to be a part of it. I will see you in Jacksonville. Um, the Flying Iguana is where Barry Church tells me uh, we need to go for some really good uh, tacos. The Flying Iguana. The Flying yes. Iguana. I want to go to Jacksonville for tacos. No, thank you. I'm from Texas. All right. Where are you going then? Steve? I don't know, but I'm just not going to Jacksonville for tacos. I'm sorry. With all due respect to Barry Fish tacos. I tell you, hater. Just, just, I'm just saying. You're from t- I mean, born hating. Okay. He's not wrong. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. James shows next. Goodbye. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!